Hey, everybody. Oh my god, let's get the crap out of me. Right at the intro. I haven't heard... Okay, let me just explain. I've been sitting outside on the steps in the dark. It's a beautiful, clear night. It's really kind of cooling down. It feels like it's in the low 60s. Or maybe high 50s, I don't know. I had to put pants on from shorts. It's not like I wasn't wearing anything in the bottom half of me. Um, I'm wearing jeans and, like, you know, a flannel. It feels like fall, which is sad for July. But anyway, I'm outside. It's perfectly clear. The moon is out. I get to see a lot better than previously. And I can hear Paul the porcupine calling. He's out in the woods still. He's not up in the driveway yet. And last night, um, I didn't fully explain, he was calling to another of his friends, um, and I could hear the two of them chit-chatting, and they were trying to link up. And, um, yeah, so one was coming from one direction, and Paul was hanging out on the other end. So, I went inside before that happened. And now, I don't know if it'll pick it up, it's so faint, but there's a squeaking slash screeching that's so soft. Um, and it happened right over my head, like six feet above me. Um, there's there's bats, and this is the first night I've ever actually heard them. Um, like, you know, doing their echolocation, their sonar thing. Um, and it was a bit alarming to have it literally happen for the first time in like ten minutes, right above my head, as soon as I start trying to record something. Maybe that's their way of telling me to shut up. But I'm not going to write yet. Not yet. I've been sitting out here for a little bit, seeing if the porcupines will come back, and maybe actually try to get some good photos of them. Like I said, they don't move very fast, and uh, now that my eyes are better adjusted to the level of light, uh, more so than I was yesterday, I can uh, perhaps see a little bit better and not be so concerned about, like, running away from it <laughs> if it happens to be, like, right there next to me when I get out of the Jeep. So I'm sitting on the steps where they don't climb stairs very well. Or at all, I don't think, but a thought occurred to me. How many of you live in a place where when you go outside at night, you are uh, legitimately concerned that there are things around you that can harm you that are not human? And I mean that seriously. Like, you live in a rough neighborhood, you know, that's a real concern, and I understand that that I've lived in rough neighborhoods and I've had that fear and concern and you don't go out too late at night and, and I, I can understand and appreciate that that is terrifying. Um, I'm talking about on the other end of the spectrum where um, uh, we've literally seen bears walk through um, our driveway, black bears, and they are known as the ninjas of the woods. Um, you really won't ever see them unless they don't care if you see them. Um, they're so good at being stealthy and quiet, and they can stalk humans and wander around and, like, totally catch up on you. Um, I haven't seen any, but there's also bobcats. There's fisher cats. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, animals in the area that are not always pleasant to people that you wouldn't necessarily see or hear coming. Um, there's moose, but you'll hear them coming. And it just, you know, um, like if I have to take the trash out at night, like sometimes I'll just wait till the morning. Because, uh, you know, certain if it's really dark and quiet and, you know, I get a little nervous. Because you never quite know if there's a bear stalking a deer 
And if you get in the middle of that, that can be a problem. I mean, literally today, um, the first time we've ever seen this, uh, a dead squirrel just appeared in the driveway. Not flat, not run over, it just like a hawk had it or something and dropped it from the sky and couldn't find it. So I imagine it'll get picked up and taken away um, pretty soon, but that's the level of wilderness we have here. Um, and I love it. It really puts things in perspective that no matter how much humans can think we're at the top of the food chain, in certain... Oh my god. Literally as I'm saying this, I hear a coyote call out in the wilderness. A coyote. Maybe it was a fox, I don't know, but that classic, ow, kind of sound. I literally just heard that. It's amazing how I hear Maine. Alright, well, back inside now. And, um, Paul never showed up, despite my, my formal invitation. I used my best penmanship. I wasn't a hundred percent certain of where his mailbox was, but I wrote it out and I addressed it and I made a paper airplane and I just threw it in the woods. So I assume Paul the porcupine got my invitation to come by and just say hi tonight, but he didn't show up yet. And I was getting cold, and I ran out of whiskey. So, it was time to come back inside. And I poured myself another. Tonight, I'm drinking... Well, I'm not sitting outside waiting for wildlife. Or while I'm doing that, too. Um, this is one that you can't get in Maine, um, which is a little bit sad because I like it. It's called Cask and Crew. This is a rye whiskey, which I love. Uh, I actually bought this when I was visiting family in Connecticut. These guys are from... You know, I didn't think the look, and it's dark in here, so I'm not sure. Gosh. I think they're from upstate New York. But it might be, like, Delaware or something? I don't know. But the name is Cask and Crew. Uh, the This is a... What the heck's the name of this one? It just says Batch 2 on the bottle. It's a rye whiskey. Rye I love more than bourbon. That can be a controversial statement. Depending on, on if you're in bourbon country or not. Um... I like bourbon, but by definition, bourbon has to have more corn than anything else. At least 51% of the fermenting grain has to be corn as one of the main ingredients to make it bourbon. Therefore, bourbons tend to have a much sweeter just life characteristics flavor. And that's great, but sometimes it just doesn't suit me. I feel like sweet and alcohol don't go together. And now that I'm saying this out loud, I feel like that's true for my taste in all of the alcohols. Sweet and alcohol do not go together. 
That's not my favorite thing. I like spicy and complex in alcohol. And not not like spicy like like jalapenos, but I, I like dark caramely, not sweet, but caramely notes. Um, rye comes off with a nice spice note. Um, and I like regular whiskeys that are not specifically bourbon or rye. I love scotch because I like smoky beverages. Um, for example, when I used to drink beer, there was a, there's a style of beer called a Rausch beer where they actually smoke the malt before they brew with it. And it's best described as drinking a campfire. Uh, it's that level of smokiness. You know, like the next day or that evening when you're all inside after a campfire and you just you close your hair. In my case, it might be your, like everything smells of campfire smoke. That's what Roush beers are like. And in some cases, those are the kind of scotches I like. But I digress. I poured myself another of this cask and crew rye because Paul didn't show up. Paul the porcupine. I can hear another critter on the other side of the driveway and the other set of woods that we live in the middle of and I couldn't tell what that was. I think it was a squirrel. Eventually there's different kind of sounds they make when they're rustling through the leaves and so no sighting of Paul for actual photography yet. I took a photo last night but it came out like crap and it was just like him in my garbage cans and I was like I'm not going to share that. That's not cool. But whiskey and wildlife. That's how we do it in Maine. I just had another thought. I don't... Maybe I'm not looking. Wait. I know I'm not looking. But also, I haven't heard of or come across just in passively being aware of Anchor. Um, any channels devoted to, uh, let's say, reviewing spirits, drinks, drinking, and food? Let, um, let me explain a little bit. I'm a fan of Gary V. I've stated many times, Gary Vanderchuk. He's right now, he does a lot of things. Google him. He's like a serial entrepreneur. He, he has a, a media website. Not media, um, content creation. Like digital media management. Um, a whole agency that he does. Anyway, he's big on YouTube. How to describe Gary Vee was not the subject of this. But he got started with a YouTube channel called Wine Library TV, where he would uh, take, you know, like five wines or four wines or whatever, and he would literally taste them and review them on, on camera and upload them to YouTube. And that was a really big thing uh, when he started. Um, that was game-changing. That was, you know, it's like going to Hawaii tasting. You don't get to taste the wines ahead of time, but, you know, he was, he didn't just start it for fun. He was actually selling wines. He had a wine business, a wine store, a shop, you know, in the uh, New York, New Jersey area. And in an effort to help boost sales, he 
took it online and said, I'm going to review these wines and I'm going to talk about them and it's probably going to get people interested and then they'll come buy it from me. I'm just wondering if I can review food and whiskey and other alcohols and uh, just talk about them intelligently enough while drinking, if that would be interesting. I'm not talking that much because I'm thinking about if it would be interesting or not and what can I say, um, which I guess is very paradoxical if I'm trying to convince you, the listener, that I can do this and remain interesting, but while doing it for the first time in my pitch, I'm silent. It could be good. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Should I start reviewing as like a segment of the show? Like not every time, but maybe every time. Like, we'll have Ross back. Let's just go there. We'll have Ross back and we'll have a, a segment of like two guys, one podcast, and we'll just rant. Um, but maybe that's another segment. Or maybe a constant thing. Maybe I need another one. Another another channel just devoted to just reviewing foods. That really is in my wheelhouse. Let's think about that and discuss. If you think I should do that, give me a clap, give me a feedback, comment, call in, tweet me, Instagram me, whatever, at Mainbeard. Let me know what you think.